Today on This Week in Pop, we're very disappointed in lots of things. Sad things. Sorry, not a happy pop week. Yeah. Pop your Xanax. We're going to talk about Arrested Development, Westworld, Solo, all things that are possible. Jenna's I talk weird about solo, Instagram account. Solo. <laughs> yeah. What pictures are you getting on your phone? Should I just say eggplant emoji? Oh, Jesus. And then we'll <laughs> this is rated something. Lucky me. Uh, that's This Week in Pop. Today's episode is sponsored by MoviePass. We talk about that a lot on a this show. A lot. Yes. And now we love it. Yes. A lot, a lot. Oh, it's so great. Did I ever say anything negative no, about MoviePass? No. I don't never think you did. Oh. Do we ever say negative things? I hope never. not. No. I mean, we always talk about how great of a service it is. It is. I mean, it's, just, it's great. How it's much I love wonderful. it. Wonderful. You do Mo- use it one all movie, the time. A movie a day yes. for $9.95 a month. I might have tweeted about that a once. A movie a day. <laughs> <laughs> I have to delete those tweets now, yes. but uh, those do exist. Uh, you can try MoviePass uh, right now. Go to thisweekinpop.com slash movie pass um, and you can you can go to the movies like John said once a day wow cool yeah. every day yeah one movie per, per day. day unlimited movies yeah it's an it's an excellent I mean I love band. it I'm not I feel like we're having a certain tone with this talk <laughs> but I actually love movie pass I do yeah I mean I As actually know I. a lot of people who love and use movie pass so. well if you know anyone that doesn't checking out yes and if you know anyone that doesn't already use it Tell them thisweekinpop.com slash movie pass. Hello and welcome to This Week in Pop. I'm Tommy West. This week in- do we have a song? We don't, oh. technically. We should get one. Wait, who, who would do it? Us. Who's People us? who did the entourage? I just started. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Call Jane's Addiction. Hi. <laughs> I know you guys haven't been that busy lately. Could you do an intro to a podcast? <laughs> No, it has nothing Thanks. to do with your music uh, at all. Uh, Maxwell, sorry for that. I just it was on my mind. <laughs> Hello, Maxwell. Hi, I'm Jenna. Uh, hi. Oh, hi, Jenna. <laughs> Welcome back. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> it's like a it's like an addiction therapy session. Yes. Sort of. Jane's addiction therapy. Session. Ah, you brought it back. That's called See a what callback. You did. Uh, we have lots to talk about this week. First and foremost, by the way, before we get into the big stuff, we want to talk about a few little notes, a few little like uh, rapid fire things to mention. Amazon has picked up the expanse, which I think we talked about. The X, the expanse. Okay, Grandpa. We'll never get, once we said it that way, yeah, that's Amazon all I up hear. That there, expanse. <laughs> that's all I hear now. I don't know what the show is about. I should, and I feel like now that there's been all this, you know, hoopla, a, hoopla about it. I, I feel have a like question about it. Yeah. I watched the no, first. Oh, you did. Okay, three or four episodes. What is, is Thomas it? Jane still on it? Uh, what, he was on it. Jane's addiction, Thomas Jane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> same Jane. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know the original Punisher. Well, not the original, but the Punisher. The only oh. Punisher. He was in Hung on HBO. Yeah, he was. Oh, I know that yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> was Tom on Jane. that show. He was like their big star on he that. He was show. also in another big show star. we're going to talk about later today. We are in Arrested Development. He was on that. Yes, he was the him. actor. Oh yes, he's Tom you know Jane. Him. You know him now. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we'll get to that. He just wants his kids back. <laughs> I didn't realize that was a real person. That's him. (laughs) Tommy. Just want my kids back. I didn't realize it was a real person. Disappointed. Uh, I don't know if he's still on the show. Uh, I don't know. Like Tommy, I've not seen one episode of X-Pants, but... uh, (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Jenna, can you actually fill us in as to what the show is? It's about a pair of pants. (laughs) (laughs) The X-Pants. They used to be. (laughs) Um, To be honest, I I didn't love it. That's why I only watched the first three or four episodes. It is about... The Earth is no more, mm-hmm. and we are now living on some sort of like space station. 
Okay. And it's changed humans. Like we kind of evolved. Like some people are sick, some people are dying. And it's all about corruption within the spaceship. There's like ranking and there's. But are there still hot people? Of everyone. <laughs> it just so happens everyone on that space station oh, is very good looking. Maybe they were selected by their hotness. Yes. Ooh. As I, think I would determine if I had an arc like situation yeah. and the world was ending, I would rate people on the hotness. I agree. You're a doctor. Oh, but you're not that cute. Yeah. Mm, no. Don't need you. To the flood mm. you go. Yeah. Would you be that open about it though? Would you like you tell them that oh, you're. Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> very, very open. Oh. Like you're super hot. Well, you're a secretary, but. Come on up. Yeah. <laughs> Room next to me. I don't think I would make the cut in your arc situation here. No. I'd bring you guys both along Aww. for the ride. Well, all for right, what Jenna it's worth. Well, and all she the, offered to take me into her yeah, arc. She and all can the cute animals. My arc. <laughs> you made it with animals. That's only hot ones, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, so apparently, yes. Expanse. That was better. Expanse. I'm pronouncing it. Expanse. There. It's getting better. Uh, was saved by Amazon, which we talked about uh, a, little bit. a little bit last time. So that's that's news. That happened. Also, Roseanne was canceled. Hey. I don't know why. And I hope nobody picks it up. Amazon, don't pick yeah. up that show. Don't pick her up. No, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, the latest news on that as of this podcast is the show is canceled. Yes. Uh, apparently, everyone hates Roseanne, including the guy who played DJ. Her yeah, son. Dude. Sarah yeah. Gilbert too. And Sarah Gilbert. Yeah. yeah. And she's getting into fights with the cast on Twitter. Right. And and I will say this. Um, I, I saw some of the cast doing their press tour prior to the show coming out. Um everyone seemed to be on board with each other except for Roseanne. Like there was almost like a lot division. Like I felt like both politically and like the, the, oh, the climate okay. wise, like everyone sort of agreed with each other. And they were there was a different agreement than Roseanne. And so now she's starting to kind of blame that division. Everyone kind of went into the show with like a, hey, let's just do this. We want to bring everyone back together. It's an exciting thing. They missed each other like a family. They did the mm-hmm. show for years. And then um, now they're not doing the show well, anymore. I love that it's a shock to people that Roseanne is all of a sudden racist and right. bigot. And yeah. she's always been this way. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, let's is, not forget yeah. her infamous picture of her posing as Hitler. Sure. I mean, that was, it was for a Jewish magazine. Very tastefully done. Very, very, very tastefully done. Super tasteful. She's always been an asshole. She called someone an ape actually a couple of years ago on Twitter. Uh, Not the first time that's happened. Uh, This was a chance for her, I guess, to get redemption to some degree. And the show was a huge success. I mean, ABC led it in their upfronts that we talked about a couple weeks ago. They started with Roseanne and Roseanne came out and waved and everybody clapped. I will say, and from all the reaction afterwards, including which is where I was going to go with this too, is a lot of um, variety deadline. Everyone's sort of looking at this and saying, okay, well now what? Because everyone liked the rest of the cast and the entire rest of the cast and the writers are all kind of like, no, 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 no. Like she's singled out. Unfortunately, it's the one person the show is named after. So you want to do a Roseanne show sans Roseanne? It's I would watch a Dan show. Dan. Which is what everyone's talking about. Like everyone loves John or a, Goodman. Like Aunt Jackie show. Everyone, I'm a huge fan. Did you guys watch Roseanne? I don't know if you guys watched no. it. I watched it back in the, the day. The OG Roseanne I yes. loved. This Roseanne, I've watched it. I don't love it. Yeah. It really has it. It's been like extra corny. Like, I don't know. It's just it's lost its edge yeah. I guess I wasn't feeling it and I just know what an asshole Roseanne is now <laughs> which I did it when I was younger and it takes now you just, out of it it takes me out of it yeah, yeah. and I well uh, so as of right now the look at it is number one the production company that is running or was running that show uh, has the entire cast in locked for contract for a season two no one's talking about well I was supposed to get paid for season two 
Um, I was actually hoping to try to consult. I'm de- dead serious. I wanted to try to consult like an entertainment lawyer to figure this out because I'm, <laughs> I'm actually curious. Like, could the cast sue Roseanne Barr for like essentially getting the show canceled because of her actions and then right. losing them their payday? I don't know. Like, I feel like mm. this happens a lot, though. Not like this, though. Yeah, I guess you're right. Not like this. That's interesting. I'm not. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. Sure, we'll be hearing about it. I mean, so. I feel like these people pick up jobs at the drop of a hat. Like, you know, if they get one, yeah. like the next day, they have to like find another pilot that yeah. right. hopefully gets picked up. Yeah, I don't know if they, just, if they have to stay within ABC. Are they under some sort of contract? Does that contract get voided? They, right. There's a lot of interesting questions. That'd yeah. be. Do we know any entertainment lawyers? I was looking. I didn't have any in my, in my phone, in my Rolodex. But uh, that would be interesting. I'm, I'm curious uh, yeah. what that would be. Because I would think, I mean, if it's any other job or company you work for, theoretically, if one person screws something up and gets your contract canceled. So her actions, but for what she did, ABC said, you know what? We don't want to do business with the entire show anymore because of what you're doing. We can't be involved in that. And that's understandable. So does the end, the rest of the cast yeah. look at her and say, you screwed this up for the rest of us by your actions. You had our contract for the show voided and blah, 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 blah. Like, do they have recourse? Obviously, I don't know who the hell would want to go then sue Roseanne Barr. But right. I mean, DJ hasn't really done anything since. <laughs> the right. DJ Roseanne. never did anything when he was on <laughs> <Yeah>. Roseanne. <laughs> so, um, but long story short, uh, the, the, Here's where we stand is as of right now, they're saying a reboot or a version 2.0 or 3.0 of Roseanne without Roseanne, but about the Connors or some version of that is Mm. unlikely, but it's not completely out of the picture. The people, the producers behind the show are like, we have everyone in contract. We have all the writers. We have all the cast. They all love working together. They want to work together. Maybe we'll see what we can do. But I guess the hardest part of it is the creative and figuring out how they can creatively come up with a plot line where the entire Connor family exists without the person the show is based around. I have zero interest in that kind of show, but I will watch it <laughs> just to, just to, you know, yeah. Spite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> spite. Watch it. There well, it is. I'm I mean, a, yeah. what about the other side of it where people are saying that it wasn't really motivated by like ABC's concern for, you know, doing the right thing, like a moral concern. It they're was like more of a business face. move, business move. They, they, they're walking away. From right. like a show that because the reality is here, here. Here's the sad fact. There are a lot of people who are racist just like and there are people tweeting their support for her right now. They would watch the show no matter what. Yeah, they're losing those viewers. They're u- losing that entire audience. So no matter what. This is a big loss. Right. For ABC, ABC doesn't yeah. care it who's watching is, it. They yeah. just want people watching it. And that was a hugely successful show. Yeah. I doubt it cost that much to make. Uh, right. Aside from the, the the cast payouts, I'm sure Roseanne and John yeah. Goodman got a lot and even Laurie Metcalf. Um, and the sets are nothing. It's it's, yeah. a, it's a three set show. Yeah. yeah. Three camera. And it's, a, you know, the low budget. Yeah. Well, I, what I, about like Last Man Standing too? Like that was on ABC that got canceled. But that was. That, I don't know. What was it? Was it like politically motivated? No. And that was. I don't know. That sure. right there was just simply like, a, all right, it, you're not breaking new ground. It wasn't like a huge. Oh. Uh, the thing is, the show did okay and decent as far as like overall ratings. But for the, you know, coveted 18 to 34 demo, like mm-hmm. they, it wasn't there. It didn't fit what. ABC was trying to go for, so they're like, all right, we're just going to cut it. Okay, because America, America was real upset about losing but, that. But Fox has that now, yep, right? Fox yeah. picked it up, which yeah. is why I say maybe Fox will pick up pick up Roseanne. Right, and you yeah. have it at Tim Allen, Roseanne Barr. Yeah, people would be real. Hour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> people would be thrilled here. Let's be honest. Um, so, all right, so that's where that entire thing stands, and uh, right. I guess good luck. 
all I want to see is John Goodman employed. That's my I motivation. I want to see John Goodman I think happy. I think he'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he's fine. Rest I mean, assured. I mean, what Laurie else, Metcalf is, what else has he popped awesome. up in? He he was the 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 dean of the air conditioner repair school on <laughs> Community. Community. <laughs> he's been in some movies. He was in Argo. Um, 10 Cloverfield Lane. He 10 was Cloverfield great as a bad guy. Oh my God, he was so good. You know what's funny guy. is there's not a lot of actors like him where I can see him as a psychopath and still love him like a cuddly bear. Yeah. He actually, I think he gained extra weight. He, like, he did a really good job of losing weight and he actually yeah. gained more weight for that role, which is he's shocking so for me. Yeah. Um, He's been in a lot of stuff. I think he popped up on Saturday Night Live a couple times as uh, oh, Rex Tillerson. Right. Yeah. Some of the political cold opens. He yeah. was in Kong, Skull Island. Oh, that's right. He's yeah. been in some stuff as yeah. Atomic Blonde. So he's, he, he'll be fine. Don't worry about John Goodman. He'll get plenty of work. <laughs> we love you, well, John so Goodman. Like, I'm not worried about Sarah Chalk. That's, that's a slumming on ABC <laughs> Wednesday nights. Well, what's the name? Sarah Gilbert has her talk show. Which one is that? Because one the, of them. The, the Talkity. I don't know. The, the chew, chew, the, the talk, the, the chew was the one that was canceled. Okay, talk um, stoop, talk stoop. Um, and then, um, like I said, Sarah Chalk. I mean, she's in like every sitcom somewhere. Yeah, yeah, she's been so, around. Yeah, I wouldn't worry block. about. I wouldn't wow. worry about the cast. It's more like like the gaffers and yeah. the cameramen and the yeah. people who but those probably just, needed that job. Yeah. I, I mean, I sort of guess, but at the same time, I mean, it's it's Hollywood. There's there's always something going on. Yes, there's always something. Speaking <laughs> of which, find something something on Netflix world. Yeah, What's Which that? What? We have to talk about. Oh boy! It saddens me. Thirteen uh, reasons. Boy. Thirteen reasons why season two. No. Oh. oh. So no. God no. Oh. I will oh. never watch. That. No, I mean, me neither. <laughs> I don't watch that either. <laughs> uh, Arrested Development uh, came finally, mm. and uh, did you watch it all? I'm on episode five. Okay. And it's just, it's not the same. Ooh, not a good reaction. Have you been watching? Yeah. You, I haven't, haven't watched it yet, no. Okay. I just think the magic's gone. I oh, mean. Oh, man. That sucks. Yeah. Um, so, I I was, I watched it, and I and the first episode went through, and I was like, oh, that, that felt different. Different. And then I went, I watched the whole thing, by the way. You watched the entire series? I felt season? like I had to for this like podcast. Okay. Yeah. Head first, dove in. And I'll preface this by saying, so we won't, I won't do spoilers yet. And I don't want to spoil anything as far as like down the road, especially since Maxwell, you haven't seen. I haven't seen the, the end of thing. it. I, yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll try to keep it as spoiler free as possible. But I guess to your point, yeah, the magic was sort of gone. I think watching it logistically, there's a lot of things that I noticed and I tried to pinpoint like, why does this feel different? Why? Again, um, a few different things. I brought this up to I feel like such a staged why. Tell us why. Tell us why. Um, number why? one, and and it's it's. I'm I'm wondering if this is going to be some aha moments from other people that have watched this, but, um, you know, the show had a had a was like f- taped on film or like a version of film, or it, it was it looked like it was on film back in like the original. It seasons. looked cheap. It the, looked cheap. The they they one, shot on yeah. cheap cameras back mm-hmm. in the early 2000s for right. the Fox. Three, the first three, yeah. the key three seasons, yeah. wasn't shot on an HD camera no. that Netflix, I'm sure, spent a pretty penny on that they're doing for these new seasons. But the, but they actually, it doesn't, it looks too polished yeah. now to the point where like everything's in focus. Um, one of the cornerstones of the show was sort of this like fluid camera movement that mm-hmm. the camera kind of flowed and uh, kind of along with the dialogue. Right. And now it's just like stiff cam. and And some of that has to do with the fact that you know, some actors aren't actually in the scene with the other person. And then there's like green screen things happening and yes. body doubles. And there's things. some horrible green screening yes. in this. Yeah. That's which sucks. I thought we were done with from the season, season four. four. I think I thought like we got the whole cast back together and there are parts where the entire cast 
minus one character are all in a room together. Mm-hmm. Uh, minus which character? We can't. No spoilers. Yeah, I, w- I won't spoil things. Okay. Yeah, but but again, I guess the point here is, um, it just there's a lot. Of, it's not just the camera either, and that's like the one visual thing that I noticed. But the other thing I noticed is just the pacing. The one thing going back, and I just binged. On my little uh, vacation I took uh, uh, two weeks ago, I binged back on from season one all the way through Mm. season four again uh, to get myself ready for season five. And the one thing I noticed, too, is the pacing of the dialogue was really always fast. And then any like connection was filled in with the narrator. The narrator served a a great purpose. Mm And there's just like long stretches of dialogue with no narration and it tries to be very wordy and and even like some of the things like I think to be honest, I like season four better. And I, I guess now I, I do. Yeah. Wow, really? <laughs> I didn't know what I had before yeah. I had it. We're like, mm. boo, season wow, four so feels different. I feel like I still have to watch it. You know, I, I mean, you should. Have to. Yeah. I'm curious what you think about yeah, it. Yeah, but that's disappointing. I, I mean. Good. I was going to say, and the other thing too, and since I've gone through it too, I think the other thing, even from season four, is like there's stuff we picked up on, um, you know, like the solve for X joke, uh, I, you know, Cinco. Like there's things that just like the rest of season, uh, rest of development, you like there's like little words and like one liners that you end right. up like picking up on, and that we, me and Maxwell, will end up like screaming <laughs> at each other constantly. <laughs> this had like nothing, like. Even stuff that I thought were like, even from the first episode, um, there was like some stuff like lines with Buster and things that I was like, oh, great. This is like they're starting like new memes on the show. And it just fizzled out immediately. Oh, man. I mean, I had I think I had three key issues with the show, the new season that I've seen so far. The first is that the actors, they're not. They're not the same characters that they were in the first couple of seasons. When I when I see Job and I see Buster, it feels like they forgot to play how, how to play the character. That yeah, sucks. I hate when that happens. Well, yeah. that doesn't seem like Job. It seems like he's doing some impression of Job. Yeah, it's not the Job from the key three seasons. Yeah, you're it's right. A, it's a it's a weird manic Job. Mm-hmm. He's not he's not so affable and so charmingly annoying as right. he was in the first three seasons. He's a little full of himself. He's a little. Lack. He has a lack of confidence, almost, and yeah. it could be part of the character. It could be an arc because he has a strange arc this in this new season. Um, and the same thing with Buster. He's just not. He's not as innocent as he used to be. Yeah. And again, this could be because of time progressing. But we don't really want to see that with these characters. This is a sitcom. Yeah. Right? There is not really. Right. I don't want to care about. I don't care about growth. I don't want to see them sort of like become a different person. Like yeah. you like seeing the same character you see the entire way through. Like yeah. I don't think Joey changed all that much in Friends, <laughs> in the entire eleven yeah. seasons yeah. that Friends was on. Yeah. Right. He loved sandwiches from season he one to the last he, season. He did the same exact does. stuff. And and I think the new stuff of Arrested, they they changed the character directions a little bit and it's it it lost the chemistry that it had. There were there were parts in some later episodes, I wanna say maybe like episode five or six, um, that I I was watching it and I I'm just like, this feels like a rehearsal. Yeah. Like there was there was a scene and I don't want to ruin anything just yet. And I guess in a few minutes, maybe we'll we'll get into like a little spoilers and we'll warn. But there was a scene I'm watching and I'm just like, everyone's tone is off. And I'm just like, is this looks like they filmed the rehearsal and just were like, you know what? That was fine. Just we, we'll go uh, with someone, it. someone has to leave and go do another project. So like just cut it, you know, print it like we're do, we're good because there was like no emotion. And and again, even the way the dialogue is structured, it used to be really snappy. Like there was 
no lull in the dialogue of Arrested Development. Like it was everything just bounced back and forth. There was Phil from the narrator. Any references went off to like things that like, you know, um, B-roll that they ended up showing. And 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 this just like lagged. And, and even the episode structure, there was a little excitement that it was going back to like the whole 22 minute thing. And like they didn't more, stick with it. They didn't stick with that. They not only did they not stick with it, but even when they tried to, the show just kind of ended on weird lulls where it's like that's the end of the episode. There was no silo. It was kind of like, mm. oh, cool, we're out of time. We'll see you in the next episode, and that was it. So, are people like in agreement with you guys? No, like, is this-, <laughs> this is the oh, frustrating really? so part. So, people are like, this is awesome. I have you looked at the reviews because I feel I, I looked for something to back up what I was thinking, and all I find are people like, this is great. It's back to its roots. I didn't want to see that until I I watched the, the whole way through, oh, but yeah. I, I'm I'm not surprised people would give that new, unanimously positive reviews because they're just so happy it's back. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I want to feel that way. And I, and yeah. I I still love this show and I'm still going to watch it four more times to see if it yeah. grows on me because usually it does. And maybe <laughs> yeah. I'm missing something. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm scrutinizing too hard. I set the bar too high as I always do mm-hmm. with the rest of development because I love it so much. Uh, the, the narrations off the stories are way too confusing. They're yeah. doing way too many callbacks. The forget me now plot with the roofie is just very confusing. They keep coming <laughs> back to it. And I hate that. They did it in season four and they just Can did it again imagine. in season five. And I just don't understand it. Uh, the writing's off. I mean, the two main uh, writers, uh, uh, Mitch Hurwitz and James Valley, are back. Yeah. But the other writers are gone. And they're. Is that what it was? I mean, yeah, it could be. I don't know. I mean, there were there were 14 writers on the first three seasons of Arrested Development. Well, and now okay. I think there's three. Yeah. Wow. And. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I love Mitch Hurwitz. I just yeah. don't know if this much creative control is affecting the show. The fact that he has so much yeah. more and I know it's because of him the show exists. So I have yeah. a hard time critiquing yeah. him and I have yeah. no, I have nothing. I have no writing experience to back this up. Maybe I'm completely wrong. No, no, no. I, I've said this before a few times, which is uh, sometimes when we see shows go off network or flip from a network to Netflix and things like that. Um, we end up seeing sometimes where they're just giving like free creative control and you see the difference of like, yes, everyone complains about network notes and like, you know, being held to these different things and standards and practices and all like the walls and and rails they have to run within. But sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes it's okay to be told you need a, you need an episode arc of three episodes with uh, Charlize Theron, you know, like sometimes that's necessary because it ends up creating creativity that they have to work within. Yeah. We've joked around about how many times like product placement in some shows has been really funny because they're kind of forced to integrate it yeah. and they do it in like a really funny way. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, sometimes too much creative control can be a bad thing. I mean, the first three seasons of Arrested Development did not have one throwaway line. Every line yep. meant something. Yep. Either towards the plot or some callback or yeah. some just very something creatively driven. And the new season has at best maybe five lines I thought that were funny that I remember. That sucks. It's so, really disappointing because you're right, that is what Arrested Development was <laughs> so great. That's all it is. That's why it was so great. Yeah. And they've lost that magic. And it's hard, it's hard to bottle magic that happened over 10 years ago. Yeah. Even yeah. more. You know, if, the, if these seasons happened directly after season three, it would be completely different. Right. We would have all the cast there. They would have the same writing staff. They would have the same momentum they had for the genius three seasons that it was on. Mm-hmm. And now we get these sort of, you know, here's some callbacks that yeah. you might remember, if not 
who gives a shit? We're getting paid millions. Yeah. That's the problem with those kind, these kinds of like reboots and revivals. Yeah. I feel like you were talking about Roseanne before. Yeah, and you kind of the same thing, right? It's yeah, it's like lost its magic. It's yeah. just kind of like I feel like the original Roseanne was a little more edgy. Maybe it's just because I was younger and the times were different. Yeah, I just felt like it had a funnier edge, and now it's just kind of corny, and the jokes are so like kind of just really predictable. Yeah. I'm over it. I want to get into just spoilers. And I think I'll just try to touch on the first episode because I think that's if anyone's touched on it, they can give it 22 minutes to watch. I haven't touched 28 minutes. It's not 22. (laughs) Excuse me. That's what bothers me. It's not 22 minutes. They're all long again. They they, they have this huge critique about it being long. They say, oh, we're going to fix the whole season four. The new season's long. I thought Mitch specifically said like he was going to shorten the episodes. They were going to be more like the original. And that's the funny part is like what I was going to say is the one spoiler I was going to bring up is in the first episode. So there's this dialogue between maybe and George Michael, which is the best plot line of the, of the show so far. Yes. And I'll, I will say it. it yeah, it, it absolutely is the most concise, clear pop plot line next to. Nope, that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's a there's a scene where they're like, they're sitting down at a table when she walks out of um, Lucille 2's apartment and they're having a dialogue back and forth. And I and I was watching it. I watched it a second time to just make sure I, w- I, I didn't. I I, am thinking properly and they're just sitting there and there's dialogue back and forth. And it became really clear that like Mitch Hurwitz or Jim Val like wrote this and we're like, this is really funny dialogue. And there's no interaction with the narrator jumping in. It's just a weird dialogue back and forth about, Oh, gangy always said this. And like in this weird dialogue back and forth, (laughs) Yes, that's supposed to be funny. And at the end of the day, it's like, it just drags and it's not, it doesn't hit. It doesn't actually like land a a, a giant punch. And again, I think what made the show special wasn't, Oh, Buster has a hook or Job is crazy or, you know, George, that wasn't what made the show special. The magic was the pacing of the writing and the jokes and the callbacks and things like that, which are completely absent here. And then I think what's most frustrating is I can get, they're having, you know, budgetary issues or issues with scheduling of the cast and trying to get them together, which again, especially now hindsight, looking at season four, I'll give it a lot more credit because writing good material doesn't cost money, more money. Mm-hmm. It just is like sitting there and, and, and finessing the work until you get a very highly polished piece and throw it into your show yeah this i think was lacking that and it's I'm a formula really though isn't it because yes. it's yeah. not just the writing it's also what the actors are bringing and if yes. like will arnett is not bringing that same i don't know whatever made him right that's a good Joe point the fan, you know and he's not something's different Sucks. about him Lindsay yeah. seems checked out really um Portia de Rossi doesn't seem she wants to yeah. be on the show well i don't think she is <laughs> i know it's just yeah. like but it, you know, you need you need everyone on board, and if it's not going to work, just let us enjoy the ones that we had. I mean, yeah. I'm not yeah. I'm not saying I need the new episodes. I'm happy that things are still sticking around. I love the fan base of Arrested Development because it's it's feverish. If you meet someone yeah. who loves Arrested Development, they love everything about yeah. it. There's no yeah. fair weather Arrested Development fan. <laughs> yeah. They love every line of the show. And if I ask someone to quote something from season four, they really can't do it. Yeah, but seasons one through three. No, I, I quoted some stuff from season four, but it's few and far between. And yes. honestly, now, if anything, season five, anything I've learned from season five, it's made me really appreciate season yeah. four. Um, it's just, you know, one of my favorite moments was turned into a meme. And Which it's when one? he's like, hey, bud, you alone? <laughs> <laughs> Almost always. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. that. And that's what I, I that's what I, I feels miss. good to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I watched all the episodes together, so I didn't once. Actually, that's not true. I laughed once. 
In what? Season five? In all of season five, I laughed. That's you only laughed one time? One time? Yes. I, mean, I still laughed a couple times, but it's still not good. Is it early on or later? Later. And uh, I will say, like, I, later on, it starts to feel a little bit more like Arrested Development, but... I think the other frustrating thing, too, is there's a lot of stuff that it seemed like they just wanted to forget they ever did in season four. Mm -hmm. And especially seeing how everything, you know, transpires in the rest of season five. I'm like, why? Why would you just abandon? And things might change. We only got half the season. Yes. Second half's coming out. TBD. Yeah. Yeah. So. (laughs) Can't wait. I I want. Did did they film it already? I think they filmed it. Okay. They're just holding it. Okay. withholding it um speaking and we'll talk next week about this because it literally came out um yesterday or today it came out on the 30th um yeah let me watch arrested that. development wa- watch came it. out on the 29th uh unbreakable kimmy schmidt came out on the 30th which is also broken up now into two ha- two halves of the season i did not know it was released i didn't even know it was released either yeah so i'm surprised kinda, netflix didn't shove that. it down my throat yeah, they kind of buried that underneath yeah. arrested development yeah so that's out also. We can that's talk about that next a really week. surprising move. We yeah. can talk about it next week because I love it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's the closest. And you know what? That's a good example of a show that I, if you love 30 Rock, you kind of love Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. And exactly. it's the same sort of writing. Mm-hmm. It's the same, uh, even soundtrack wise, like it's pretty much the exact Perfect. same yep. soundtrack. Um, and yeah, I mean, talking about different, like, is there Mitch Hurwitz aside from like that one cartoon he did? Has he really other done any other TV shows or anything? No, he's guested on a couple of things. I mean, he he did Golden Girls a long time ago. He helped yeah. he helped produce Will Arnett's uh, thing. Oh, the, <laughs> oh, the Fox one, right? Which Fox one? There was the TV sh- the episode the TV show on Fox he did, right? I'm not sure. He did Flakes, Will Arnett's show on Netflix. Oh, I didn't know that was him. Um, okay. He did Lady Dynamite, another Netflix thing. Yes. Oh, I never watched that. Uh, with Debris. With Debris, Debris <laughs> Bordeaux. Uh, so he's done some stuff. Nothing yeah. too crazy, nothing very successful, but his, his biggest claim to fame is Arrested Development. Yeah. And I hope things get better in the second half, that's all I can say. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. Anywho. Leave on a sad note. I don't even know what else there is to talk about. Now. <laughs> um, oh, oh um, Westworld. I'm sorry. Hello. Yes. And also Solo? Solo. Nobody? Oh, yeah. Well, all right. Let's, let's, Tommy, I'm so disappointed I'd rather in you. I'd talk about Solo than Westworld. I'm kind of sick of talking about Westworld. Jenna okay. wants to talk about Westworld. She wants, I wants to talk about Max Solo. Wait. Can I talk about Westworld? Not only that, but I binged. I, I watched every episode I had okay. missed of Westworld right, to catch well, up. I'm gonna just going to be on my phone do, right, while you guys do, talk let's about do Westworld. Can we talk about Westworld next week? No, you could do Westworld now while I'm mash on my phone. Solo. I gotta All talk right. about Solo. We'll talk about Solo. I get to check out now like Jenna did because oh, I didn't you see didn't Solo. You didn't see it yet? No. I don't want to spoil I don't want to. No, spoil it. I have no interest in it. <laughs> really? Okay. Did you see it? Yes. <laughs> but you're not a huge Star Wars fan. I am not, but I still saw so, it. Okay. So Solo, I went into with zero expectations because I did not even really want to see it. I was like not looking forward to it. But you're like a massive Star Wars fan. That's right. surprising to me. But if you're like, I don't know, a lot of the Star Wars nerds were very anti-Solo because they were kind of like, this is a story we did not ask for. We never wanted Han Solo's backstory. There are comic books that exist about his backstory. Is there a name for Star Wars fans like Trekkies or Bloopies for the Blue Man Group fans? That's a good question. Just, it's a good question. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've always Worries. just called myself a Star Wars nerd. Star Wars nerd. <laughs> nerd. There it is. Um, All right, low expectations. Anyway, low expectations. Ended up really liking it. Yeah, I thought it was really, really? good. I actually felt like it was better than... The Last Jedi. Whoa. That's a low bar. Well, right. <laughs> exactly, though. Like, when you go into it with low expectations. Yeah. Um, I really liked it. There was... Yeah. I don't... Can we talk spoilers? It's yeah. been out now, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. 
So, like, I'm really having this conversation with myself because nobody else here cares. <laughs> I can no, sort like, of care. Yeah, I don't want to spoil this. it for you. No, he here's the thing. Care. I don't want to ruin the most amazing part. No, you can there. I ruin away. Be. Okay. Because I actually, well, I specifically looked and found spoilers to understand what this movie was. Okay. Because I'm like, I don't want to see it. I'd rather just someone tell me what happens. Darth now Maul. Jenna can tell you. Darth Maul. What's Darth, Darth Maul, Maul is revealed. Darth Maul is one of the coolest Star Wars villains, and What's he was... The- underappreciated. He was in the prequels, but yeah. he's friggin' oh. badass. He's ba- he's fucking badass. He's so cool. Ooh, he's got two double ended double ended <laughs> <laughs> shake weights. Tommy yeah. did the shake weight motion. Yeah, I'm making a very yeah. Can you describe to people right who is Darth Maul in the in the Star Wars? Darth folklore. Maul is a Sith Lord mm-hmm. who was defeated by uh, what's his name. Darth Vader. Wow. No, Star not Darth Wars Vader. No, no. Obi-Wan no, Kenobi. No. Um, well, eventually, yes. So eventually, if you follow along with Rebels and the cartoons, he is defeated by Obi-Wan. Okay. What a lot of people don't know, though, is that if you're just following along from the movies and the prequels, Darth Maul dies in the prequels, uh-huh. right? He's defeated. He's killed. Poor guy. He's actually still alive. What? And now we find that out in Solo. <laughs> but, all right. But is that a shoehorn? Like, if you go back, is it like feasible that he's... No. Not dead? Like, he dies. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, he dies. But, you know, of course, then in Rebels, there's, like, the star, you know, clone, then clones in Rebels. Yeah. Anyway. He, like, somehow manages, it's not really explained how he survives. <laughs> I love stuff like classic, that. You know, so it's like the, the classic, <laughs> like, just, oh, he's back. So it's like the bad guy at the end of Die Hard. <laughs> yeah. Where he's, like, hanging there and he's dead. He's yeah. hanging by his neck. But is right? he? But he's yeah. not. Yeah. So you like that reveal the most? That's just... It was pretty epic, yeah. Do if you're like ki- a real Star Wars fan, it's like, oh my god! It's Do they Maul. kill him again? No, no. Oh. He's they just showed him like that was just a reveal. Like you find out he's the mastermind no. behind this whole like crime syndicate. Mm. It's really exciting stuff. Tommy. I would have liked to have seen the 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 Phil Miller, Phil Lord, Chris Miller yeah. uh, mm. interpretation of this movie since Ron Howard reshot about seventy five percent of it. Seriously, um, I know. I, I mean, I, I liked it. I don't know much about Star Wars. I thought it was a fun, fun adventure into yeah. the life of Han Solo. I wasn't that big on him. Uh, really? Alden, Alden Ehrenreich, I think is his name. Yeah. Uh, I think he did a good job uh, in comparison to Harrison Ford's Han Solo. You know, charming, charismatic, still trying to figure out who he is in, in the, the, the galaxy. Yeah. I, I liked, I loved his relationship with Chewie. Yeah. I thought that was very, uh, very Agreed. Uh, heartfelt and funny. Woody Harrelson had a good mentorship role as, you know, telling you know how he sort of learned who he can trust in the world can't really can't you trust your mentor who can you yeah. trust um i liked his interactions even with uh amelia clark forgot her her character's name yeah but, uh they just had they had good chemistry everyone had sort of good chemistry donald glover was great as uh lando calrissian he was I great loved his yeah. relationship with his robot he was which awesome seemed to be romantic he was borderline dating, romantic dating his robot i and guess that, yeah the actress who voiced her is actually i don't know if you guys watch fleabag no, it's a British. It was like a British play, and it was brought to Amazon as a series. She's awesome. That's wow. who voice. She's also in Game of Thrones. Name. Is she? Yeah, Gwendolyn. No, that's not her. What? It sounded just like her, right? Are you sure? I, I am positive because I had to Google it oh, after I no. saw it. Hold on, it I thought not, it was the girl from Game not, of Thrones. It is not Brienne of Tarth. No, you were like, who's that hot voice? Yeah, I knew. It's <laughs> like that's Brienne. <laughs> I thought she was an old I know pros. my girl. Was she not even in the movie at all? Brienne of Tarth? No. Oh well, she God. was Captain Phasma in. Oh, I'm very wrong. It's okay, man. Wow. I apologize. See, I'm not a Star Wars nerd. See? There's got to be a name That's for Star right. Wars nerds. You got to research this. There has this. to be. I don't want to call it come that. up with one. I want to call it something else. If like you know, stories, I know, yeah. stories, or I'm gonna call them bloopies just for the hell of it. I like it. 
bloopers, bloopies. Um, I do. I I I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I'm a little surprised that none of the Star Wars fans went out for it. It made like no money. It was yeah. It didn't do well. Yeah. But they're saying people are like kind of it's Star Wars fatigue. They're also saying that. I mean, I, I we had this conversation last week when you weren't here, Jenna. I'm sorry, but um, it's just so busy. I think no. The point is like. Yeah, no one asked for it. Like yeah, there's, didn't ask for it. there are other stories people want to want to see, like Obi Wan Kenobi, Boba Fett. No, everyone's like, yeah, okay. Like, what are you gonna? Yeah. What What is this? Like, no one. But I mean, Marvel can put out four movies in a year, and they all make pretty much the same amount. Why can't Star but Wars do the same? They're doing different things with it. Like, I think the difference is, is like if you go to see Iron Man, and then you go to see Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. they're very different movies. Like, you know, you, you don't have the, the type of humor and, and the, the the Chris Pratt brings something a lot different to the role than uh, Iron Man, mm-hmm. where we <laughs> Chris Pratt versus Iron Man. <laughs> yes. Um, but I guess the point is, like, everyone knows the Han Solo shtick. Like, they know he's like, oh, badass of the galaxy and all this. And it's not nothing new. Like, they're already getting that in the other movies. And even, even in the new movies, there's still a version of a Han Solo-esque yeah. character in there. Han Solo is always going to be the best. He's the best. Yeah. I thought this kid actually did a pretty good job. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. How was acting school kid? He was fine. <laughs> he definitely studied Harrison Ford, like, yeah. really, like, definitely yeah. studied, like, but just fine, because I think he did a pretty good job. He definitely is not Harrison Ford. It's almost like I, dis- I yeah. dissociated him from Han Solo. I saw it as, like... It's yeah. own thing, but the, one, the best part is Chewie. Chewie's best the part best part. It best bothered part. me at the end when the, the the whole full circle with the poker game. Oh yeah, they should have just ended it when as soon as he like sat down. We knew what was going to happen. Right. They showed they just they 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 had to show him winning the. Falcon, Did he win the you know? ship? He You'll never ship. guess what happened. Oh no! <laughs> but like they had to walk us through so much of this, and they didn't they didn't give the audience enough, enough credit in this kind of movie. And I think that kind of bothered me. A, a yeah. lot. They they yes. fed you. They spoon fed you a lot of this plot. You're right about that. And yeah. you kind of knew what was going to be happening. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't need to see it. And you also could have shaved about 15 minutes off of it by by just letting us assume what was going to happen because we right. know. Give us some credit. That's true. Yeah, that's true. They did definitely dumb it down for the audience. Um, so Tommy should see it, and then I'm curious. Yeah, I don't want to see it. Now you guys talk about Westworld, and I can go mash up my phone. Yeah. Did you, by the way, Jenna, this is homework from a couple weeks ago, but did you ever end up watching Deadpool? <laughs> All right. Uh, let's talk Westworld before we get out what? of here, because we, we have to leave on a high note, because we talked about how oh. disappointing- Wait, we're leaving on a high note? disappointments since yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Well, right now, there's a lot of disappointments in the pop culture world. Yeah. Westworld. Except Solo, surprisingly pleasant. Westworld is also a little bit of a disappointment. What? Okay. Shogun World <laughs> oh, is fucking awesome. Christ. If they made the show about Shogun World- I'm there and I'm watching it. Are you into what like is Shogun World? That's where the ninja. Okay. Did you not watch it? No. Okay. Oh, I thought you watched Westworld. No, no he checked Pardon out. So the me. whole point is, there. Westworld is all like you know the Wild West. Shogun World is the Wild Shogun. Right. <laughs> so it's basically like Japanese culture, ah. but it's like you know ninjas and shoguns, tentacle, <laughs> tentacle things, geishas. <laughs> oh God. Tentacle porn. There's some geishas. Either way, it's like badass karate stuff. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, it was a lot better than I expected because I'm not a guy who's into like, I don't want to say ninja things. What was I going to say? Uh, Asian like culture. Samurai and, and ninja movies and kung fu and all that other stuff. Like I, I was never a fan of, of like kung fu movies. Me neither, really. But this was cool. Yeah, right. I liked it. I think the biggest thing that I'm I'm sort of questioning is, is I mean, A, the show is bringing back some characters that I was like really happy came back 
Like, <laughs> no, the girl with the dark hair. Wow, wow. <laughs> so this is a really in, in, oh that girl in depth uh, review. No, I, I I forget that. The point is, um, the biggest thing to me is um, Liz Lemon's boyfriend. Uh, what's, <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> That's all you need to know. Yeah. People should know who he is. Yeah, There's nothing James I Marston. love more than Tommy trying to figure out the name of somebody. Uh, with the so hair. Like, soon I'm just going to stop answering. <laughs> yes. I'm just going to stare at you while you figure this out. James Marsden, who is Liz Lemon's boyfriend Sad in 30 Cops. Rock, is now um, the boyfriend in Westworld. Teddy, yes. Maybe because apparently she removed his that whole feelings. storyline drives me nuts. If you've been yeah. watching from season one, the Dolores storyline, yeah. where are they going with it? What is she doing? Know. I'm not interested. I'm losing interest in it. Real Of her? The man in the black hat. Who is, as we know, yeah. uh, Ed Harris, who we should we see him when he's young, too. I don't know the actor's name. What? Jimmy Simpson. That's nope. no. Yes, it is. <laughs> is oh, it? Yep. That's that's his name. Yeah. I was thinking of Jimmy Smith for a hot second. Like, <laughs> nope, you're wrong. <laughs> Jimmy Smith. I mean, if Jimmy I say Smith. a name and you immediately respond, nope, you're usually right. But I know. No, Jimmy Simpson, I, I definitely know. He's from he's from Always Sunny. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. No, I just didn't know his name. Yeah, I just know I, him as that guy. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I, I think, in just to just to explain what we're even talking about here. But um, first and foremost, James Marsden's character with Dolores. Mm-hmm. Number one with that. Let me just say, I, I was really scared for him. Like yeah. at, at, at some point in, yeah. in the last episode, you knew that she was going to kill him, right? Or you expected that. And I think I even turned to my wife and I'm like, "They're not going to kill him. You expect it." But this show always does that to you. She didn't really kill him. She basically, it seems like rebooted him or changed his settings. But he knows that she did that. So uh, he's aware that she changed his personality. So now when she's like, do you like to watch the sunset with me? And he's like, you removed that part of my brain. I don't care anymore. And he's like, shoot someone in the head. (laughs) Let's kill people. So she made him like vicious and took away his his humanity. uh, humanity. Ironically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And. And yeah, I mean, there's a few different things in there that that you can kind of see like the whole le- like different layers of the show. Yeah. Like teaching lessons. But at the same time, I'm just sad that James Marsden isn't a nice guy anymore. Me too. He wanted to save the cows. You know what I have to say about Mr. James Marsden? He's a pretty good actor because he went from being Teddy, just this like kind of sweet, naive, like, oh, I'm so sweet. And yeah. I love Dolores. And now he's kind of apathetic and cold and he's playing that part pretty good, too. So I'm like, yeah. oh, he's a pretty good actor. You just like it because you saw his butt. I think he's. I do we see did. butt? You did, saw he, butt. did he hang you butt? See, oh. he, he hang butt? <laughs> you see lots of butts and everything. Yeah. You, you see all the parts. On the Westworld train. You see all the yeah. parts. Hello. It actually is on a train. Too. Robotic dogs. <laughs> yeah. no. Um And there's that, and then the other, the other. I think the thing that freaked me out, which this show does every once in a while, yeah, was um, you know, the show sort of has been opening a bunch with like uh, uh, Dolores talking to. Uh, what's his name? Oh, the guy gosh. with the glasses. Arnold. Arnold. Stop it. I'm good at this. <laughs> I can talk words. Um, and and you sort of know that dynamic by now is that he's like, you know, hi, Dolores. And right. talks to her. And then all of a sudden she's like, motor functions stop and then turns it around. Right. And now we're led to believe that. I, I don't know what to believe. I don't know what to believe. That's the thing. So here's, don't know. So there's a few different things. Number one, either there is a real life Dolores somewhere. Mm hmm. Have you thought about this? I have. I've also read a lot of theories on Reddit. I love Reddit's theories, but I haven't I haven't They're dove in yet here. So here's insane. here's and tell me if you can fill me in any I'm missing. Number one, there is a real life Dolores mm-hmm. who sort of trained up the version of Arnold that we know and love. 
That is not a Reddit theory that I read. Okay. Because remember, she starts doing that whole thing that Jimmy Simpson's character, young man, black man. Yeah. Right. Does her. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm enjoying all of this. I know you are. Young Ed Harris. Young Ed Harris. Um that he does earlier with the robotic version of the original, right? The investor who, so it goes to say that if that's the same and we're led to believe that's kind of the same dynamic, that there is a real life Dolores that was helping build fake Arnold. Okay. And obviously there is a real, now there's also robot Dolores. Right. So we don't know because timelines are all screwed up. Well, yeah, we don't know. That's the, that's the the biggest thing about the show that makes it like a mind F. It's like, you don't know what, timeline you're on when you're watching you kind of have to figure it out yeah and every storyline like everything that's happening like when you're watching Dolores and Teddy it's a completely different timeline than when you're watching Arnold you know trying to solve problems and I thought for a moment I had a grasp there was like a couple episodes where you you're led to you're explained almost yeah that there are different timelines and you're like okay and I got a grasp on this okay this is earlier this is later you start kind of like piecing the puzzle together. And then over the last two episodes, it just like threw the puzzle all over the table and, and you have no yeah. idea what's when and what no. happened in the past or the future or what's now, what, what is like an original memory from like years, years ago? Like, uh, yeah, we don't Arnold's got to get fixed. <laughs> well, there's the, one of the theories is that Arnold, there's like multiple Arnold's that there's like literally like hundreds oh, wow. of Arnold's and that they just use them for different reasons. And that's why his memory is kind of weird. Oh, wow. And there's like some scenes where he's wearing his glasses, some scenes where he's not, yeah. some scenes where he's like bloody, some scenes he's not, oh. which is an interesting theory. Yeah. There's and, probably multiple. And then the creator oh, showed wow. back up in the, in the last episode too. So yeah. he's also possibly in the system. Like somehow his consciousness? his consciousness is somehow in the system. This is weird. We're talking about, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, talk- we're talking about Tommy 30 rock. Oh. This is a plot line. Yes. On 30 rock. <laughs> the guy, yeah. you know, that actor, the guy infusing the thing, yeah. you know, Hannibal Lecter. Yes. That guy. <laughs> Get the name. What's his, what's his what's name? His Tommy. Name? Don't look at me. <laughs> He's like one of the most well-known actors of, of, of anyone's generation. Philip. Silence of the Lambs. Hannibal Lecter. Fava Beans. Nice Chianti. Father B? <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's Father B. It's Judd Hirsch. All right. You figured it out. All right. I hope I hope to God no one who is like a big fan of the Westworld Reddit decided to listen to this podcast today. You would be owned. Like, oh, let me listen to yeah, some right? experts chat about Westworld. Sorry, guys. The guy, he did that thing. Well, you know that one. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, everyone. Sorry, um, Reddit. All right. That's about it. That's all I got. <laughs> That's all I've got. I'm, all, I'm all out. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. Next week. Oh, next week, Jenna, you weren't here last week. I was absent. You're here this week. Thank you. I hope you're here next week. Uh, I will be. Next week, let's chat mm. about underrated TV shows that people Wonderful. should be watching. All of the ones I, I can participate in that. Wonderful. Yes. Oh, hi. Hi, Maxwell. <laughs> hey. Oh, when you get here? Just now. <laughs> been great yeah um if you have any suggestions for shows that we should be watching that we're probably not you know and by the way not the place this came up but after i suggested this topic last week to maxwell behind the scenes um this past (laughs) week the middle uh did its series finale okay which has anyone ever watched the middle no exactly (laughs) but apparently it's a it's a really like well done show that people should have watched it's an abc abc show yeah 
It's about middle America. Do they play wow. Jimmy Eat World's that's The Middle as the theme song? Wow. Yes. I hope they do. That'd be great. No, it's not. Um, Damn. They don't actually do that. That's a missed Tardi- opportunity. Tardi- rights for things. <laughs> they act, no, they play the Zed Marin Morris <laughs> The Middle. <laughs> Been playing it for years. <laughs> Uh, so next week, if there's any TV shows that you think uh, we should be watching that we're not, uh, hit us up. All the social medias, the Facebooks, the Twitters, the website. The Instagram. It's this Week in Pop. Are we doing Instagram? I don't know. I'm on Instagram. Have you gotten the, the pictures from men? <laughs> <laughs> Funny you mentioned that. We, we have a whole, I can make that a whole other podcast. <laughs> anyway. I'd, I'd the Jenna got a text I'd want to listen to that. That yeah. sounds good. You get, would you just describe it for like a half hour? <laughs> The picture that I got? No, not, not <laughs> I'm not saying it. I, I didn't mean like one of them. I meant like what all did it look like? <laughs> well, Tommy, <laughs> was it? Big? You know the eggplant emoji? Oh. Nothing, nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. And on that note, all right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.